welcome to the 68th episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So this week, we've invited Jeff Moore onto the podcast. Jeff is the principal at Wave 7 Research. Wave 7 Research monitors wireless competition in the United States. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. Awesome. So this week, I thought we could talk about the Verizon acquisition of TrackPhone. Jeff, your research focuses on wireless retail. Can you tell us what's going to change and what's going to stay the same in the world of prepaid after this acquisition? Yeah, I'd break that into three pieces. So the first piece is national retail. So at national retail, where we're really talking about Walmart, Best Buy, and Target for the most part, Verizon is going to go from being a bit player where the only brand that they had available was Verizon prepaid to being the dominant player because the vast majority of activations at Walmart, which is the largest national retailer, are of track phone brands. So they'll go from being a bit player to being the dominant player at national retail. And at the Best Buy channel, Verizon will go from being one of multiple brands available to being literally the only prepaid brand available at Best Buy, other than Lively, which is focused on older Americans and and other than some of the SIM cards that are sold. But if you want to buy a phone at, uh, at Best Buy going forward and you don't want it to be from Lively, which is intended for older Americans, then you're basically buying from Verizon. And similar situation at Target where they, they go to being a, a much stronger player, but, but certainly not a, a, a dominant player at Target. So that's the national retail channel. Now, if we, we look at the dealer store channel, that's where they, they're gaining a lot less. So Verizon has taken control of the total wireless store chain, which has more than 200 stores but that compares to more than 15,000 stores owned by the um, the top prepaid players, Metro, Cricket, and Boost. So they're gaining a lot less there. But my sense is that they have an intention to do something with this channel. Now, whether they're going to change the name from Total Wireless Stores to something else or keep that, but I think they want to energize that channel. So I think that that is one of the big things to watch in 2022. And then the third channel I'd like to address is the multi-carrier independent prepaid dealer channel. Some people just call it the mom and pop channel, but that's the channel where we do a survey every quarter and every single quarter that we've ever done the survey, Simple Mobile is the winner there. So I think that Verizon is really gaining access to a channel where if we're having this conversation three years ago, they didn't have an existence at all. Verizon didn't. But TrackPhone knows this channel better than any other company. They are the number one player, the dominant player in this channel. And Verizon has suddenly inserted itself into a dominant position in this channel. Wow, that's a lot to unpack. And maybe we can go through, you know, channel by channel of what this actually means. So Best Buy used to sell, you know, multiple brands. It used to sell, you know, AT&T and T-Mobile. So they're now gone and it's only Verizon, right? As far as prepaid is concerned, they're only selling Verizon brands and Lively as far as phones are concerned. Now, you can buy SIM cards from Ultra, okay. from Mint, from uh, H2O. There are multiple brands, you know, Freedom Pop. You can buy SIMs from lots of different brands. But as far as prepaid phones are concerned, you only have Verizon brands and Lively. Yeah, and we still have like in the mid-20s. We, we, we have in the mid-20s is prepaid penetration. So that's huge, right? 
It is. Yeah, if Verizon, as I've told Fierce Wireless, that catapults them from being worst to first in prepaid. It's a, it's a remarkable change of, of focus. You mentioned that they took control of Total Wireless. Do you think that this means that Verizon is doubling down on on owned store retail distribution? What I can tell you is that Verizon is has researched this channel very thoroughly. And they seem to be showing a certain amount of enthusiasm about it. All I can concretely tell you right now is that there are a little bit more than 200 total wireless stores, largely dealer stores. That is a channel that they are looking at very closely. So will this be something that they invest in to rival boost stores and cricket stores and metro stores? I, I don't know, but but I think they're looking at that. Yeah, that would be, you know, it's, I think we've all worked with, you know, with with Verizon and Don and I have worked with Verizon over the years, and prepaid has always been the redheaded stepchild, right? It's like, oh, if you can't get postpaid, here's prepaid, and it's premium prepaid. Do you think that that Verizon will continue to do a premium prepaid strategy, or or do you see them divesting? track phone brands, you know, Manon Bouillet hinted at it at an investor conference that, you know, some, or maybe it was Ronan Dunn, but that some brands would be divested. What, what is your expectation? I think that Verizon is going to invest in certain track phone brands and get rid of others. And when I look at the brand portfolio that Verizon has gained control of, Straight Talk jumps out at me as, as the obvious choice. More than 9 million subscribers, sells very well at Walmart. If you're living in rural America and you want a solid signal at a reasonable price, Straight Talk is a great brand. Simple Mobile is really, you know, in urban America, immigrant communities, a lot of uh, Latin American customers. If that's your situation, then Simple Mobile is, is a great brand for you because it just requires a SIM card. You pop it in, you get great rates whenever you're traveling in, in Latin America. Simple Mobile is a tremendous brand. I, I cannot fathom that they would get rid of that brand. Go Smart Mobile, which relies on 3G networks, I can't imagine that surviving long-term. Page Plus Cellular, I don't think there's a reason to keep that long-term either. So I think that, Veri that Verizon is going to be investing in certain brands and getting rid of others. Yeah, and for straight talk, Verizon was the brought that brand to life. You know, that, that was a negotiation between between FJ Polak and you know listeners to hear know how much I I respect and and admire you know the late FJ and what wonders he did with John Stratton and they put this brand on on the map and it was so successful it actually gave Verizon's retail brand quite a bit of heartburn and you know 10 years ago right and and so yeah now they're now they're completely insourcing it. And yeah, I can't imagine them giving that one up. Yeah, I think the, the other thing that's interesting about the whole straight talk angle is the extent to which T-Mobile is, is now in Walmart as well, right? And so as they've built out their 600 megahertz spectrum, which gives them a better coverage layer in more rural areas, Jeff, I'd, I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts on kind of T-Mobile versus track phone or now Verizon in Walmart and you know how do we see that evolving as an owned you know with ownership economics as opposed to MVNO economics 
Yeah, I think you're, you're right, Don. That That is a uh, an important part of this because while we're t- talking about Verizon going from worst to first in prepaid and becoming dominant all of a sudden in national retail, the one counterbalancing aspect to that has been what T-Mobile has done. So Metro, historically as a brand over the, in, in recent years, has not been sold at national retail in, at all. It's only been sold via Metro stores, basically. That has changed. So uh, as T-Mobile has announced, Metro has been launched at about 2,300 Walmarts. We don't think they're selling particularly well at Walmart based on our checks, but certainly it's available at 2,300 Walmart stores. As far as T-Mobile is concerned, uh, essentially at at Walmart, they've just taken over what was the the Sprint slot. So that's not really a great change. You're you're changing from a yellow carrier to a magenta carrier at Walmart. But, But I think that the addition of uh, of Metro to, to Walmart is a significant development and will help to keep competition alive at that channel. And, and Boost is still there. Yeah, and for, for Walmart, this was the track phone channel, right? Track phone went through Walmart and was almost exclusively that brand. And that that dominance has given way over time, but still it still has a very, very important role for for that company. So I think we, we've talked a lot about kind of how this is going to change things for Verizon in terms of, you know, allowing them to kind of have a premium brand on the postpaid retail side, but also have a competitive prepaid offering. Jeff, I'd love to hear your thoughts in terms of how does this impact the other players in prepaid, right? Like, so it may be great for, for Verizon, we don't know, right? But how does this play out both for you know direct competitors in prepaid but also you know some of those retailers that are you know selling multiple brands that may include track phone in their portfolio well, one of the early indications that we've seen is that, you know, so I was asking myself, what's Verizon going to do to their plans and their offerings? Are they going to be raising prices, lowering prices, uh, more competitive or less competitive? And the early answer to that is that Verizon has gotten slightly more competitive because if you can look at some of the early moves that we've seen with Straight Talk and with Total Wireless, they've taken a couple of their plans and turned them from being, so Straight Talk's $45 plan, Total Wireless's $50 plan have gone from having 25 gigs of data to having unlimited data. And there have been a few other tweaks of their plans and making certain promotions part of the rate card. So at the end of the day, I think it's no coincidence that Straight Talk and Total Wireless are both brands that use the Verizon network. So they now have owner's economics, and they're obviously exploiting that to provide more value for the customer. So it's uh, almost ironic that Verizon goes from being worst to first, but suddenly they're providing more value with their two top brands. Now, it it remains to be seen how that will play out eventually and ultimately, but the initial indications are are positive. Yeah, and it will be interesting to see what happens on the personnel side, right? Initially, and and culture. Initially, you know, Ronan and, and Manon said that there will be no leadership changes, that even the CEO who came from Telmex, because Trackphone was owned by American Mobile, Telmex, Telcel. So the even the CEO is staying on, and you know I think especially important uh, Rob Dandria, who's the CMO there, who's a, a fantastic prepaid marketing executive. You know I hope that he stays on there too. And now suddenly they have more money. Hopefully they have more money to spend because Trackphone was always run on a really, really skinny 
basis. You know, this was like accountants were like sharpening their pencils everywhere. And that's what you have to do as an MBNO, right? You have to be very, very cost conscious because the margins are razor thin. Now they hopefully have a little bit more more to spend and that should invigorate things. And then we'll see how the how the corporate cultures will mesh and or how long they will keep them separate right because look at the other verizon brand right visible they put them all the way to denver to to insulate and separate them from the mothership in in baskin ridge and so will it now be the same with another satellite down in miami or what will happen when the when when it goes together right I think that's a huge question, but I think that fundamentally, Verizon, they don't understand the prepaid market and they never really have. That That's always been sort of a, a blind side for Verizon. And I think that if they're smart, they will keep the Miami division of the company intact and let it do what it does because the, the people at TrackPhone uh, understand the prepaid market in a way that uh, no one at Verizon ever has. And they, they've shown that by the, their, their ability to get involved with uh, you know the mom and pop small prepaid dealers all across America who understand their market and probably have a personal relationship with a lot of these customers. And so I think that Verizon's best bet will be to continue those relationships and let everyone do what they have done. And then perhaps add a few things at the top, such as better network performance and uh, and more advertising, but to, to let the channels do what they do. I think it's going to be interesting. I know when, when Mano Briette spoke at the last investor conference, she talked a lot about how there was a really lean organization at TrackPhone and there's a lot that Verizon can learn from that. Uh, Verizon's always been very efficiency focused, but I think that, you know, as Roger kind of mentioned earlier, they haven't had to work with the the more narrow margins that you typically see with, with an MVNO. So I, I think it'll be really interesting to see. I'm curious to to see how this plays out. Jeff, any other thoughts in terms of what we should be paying attention to for the TrackPhone acquisition? Absolutely. One other thought, and I think this is a, a big thought for 2022, which is that we've sort of thought of TrackPhone as just providing voice wireless services. And that's a fair point because that's basically what they've done, 20 million voice subscribers out there. But Verizon is investing an enormous sum of money in their C-band rollout. So that fundamentally, that's all about internet access as opposed to just voice access. And so I think as we see 2022 going down the pike, and we're talking about all these track phone brands that they've just purchased, Straight Talk and Total Wireless and Simple Mobile, how can they use these brands to sell more internet access across America using the new C-band spectrum that Verizon is building out at great expense? So I think that we're going to, the, the big development that we're going to see for 2022 is transforming TrackPhone to some degree from being just a, a voice provider to being an internet service provider. Yeah, but at the same time, one of the things that surprised, I think, everyone, everybody is that about 70% of the EBB benefit is actually going to wireless and not to, to internet broadband. And so we'll monitor how this will continue with the new plans that, that are coming out from, from Capitol Hill, where it will be very similar, but still a little bit different. But yeah, no, 2022 will be very interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, I think by all accounts, we're seeing so many different you know industries 
peripheral to kind of the core postpaid business collide, both in terms of broadband and prepaid and everything else. I think it's really going to be an interesting year. And I, I, I don't think we're going to exit 22 in the same kind of strategic position as, as we enter it. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun to watch. Jeff, thanks. Thanks for your time. Thanks for being on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff.